That got dirty fast. I'm so down for it. Let's go. That that got dirty really, really (laughs) fast. I knew I subscribed to this podcast. (laughs) Even I was unprepared how dirty that got that quickly. Um, Lots of interesting things. All this today on Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. Look, we just only have interesting things to discuss. Oh, so my I favorite. see no reason to shit around. I Let's love the doodle giggle. Do, 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 do. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Melissa. How hi, Amy. Hi. How are you? Hi, hi. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. You hi, wish. Hi, hi, hi. I do. You wish you were high. I considered getting a little high, Z-dotes. And I didn't do it. Yeah. Do you have leftover? Do you have stuff? No, to get hot. I don't. I don't know. I feel like I do. I feel like I lost it. I'm not really sure. I know some people who seem to have access to things on the access. reg. Yeah. But I have a uh, friend who had a biggie birthday, and I could think of nothing better for her birthday than to give her a few weed gummies. So I packed up the remaining stash that I had, or a big chunk of it. Aww. And gave it to her in a little, in a little tin, like one of those cute little. It Break was, in case of emergency, it was like a or super, just like a more Sucrets like box, more like a Sucrets box, kind of like a glamour. If she were to have a packet of joints, you know, or something where you would have your cigarette case or something along these lines. Anyway, and I, when I did that, I'm always really careful to like put it in a drawer, and I'm classic for putting shit and then forgetting I have it. Case in point, I found fifty dollars. <laughs> Did I tell you this last week? I so. need fifty dollars to make you holler. I get paid to do the wild thing. Mm. Oh my mm. god, mm. you are like wild thing. So mm. fucking mm. impressive. <laughs> what are my lyrics again? Totally unmarketable. No, I don't think that's true. I feel like that is line number one on the mm. old resume. Mm. 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 Yeah, wild thing. Perfect. Yes, big fan. Perfect. You know, I know that you are a put it in a drawer girl. Oh. Because I'm <laughs> well aware that today was the beginning of let's take it out of all the drawers, <laughs> clean out your drawers, shake out your drawers, and put your drawers back on day for you. That is the reason for the maybe I need to be high right now. Right. Yeah. It was reverse fire day. Where you just blow up your whole life, but you're actually paying people to light things on fire. Like, it was very weird. Very weird. Today was the day the organizers came into Amy's house and went through. How many hours did they spend there, love? It was a prearranged deal. So I had three people here for four hours. Three people, four hours. And that was half of the agreement that I've struck with them. So they will return at a future date. Same people, same quantity of hours to do new tasks. And this follows a two-hour walkthrough that I had where one of these inspected the whole space, talked to me about, you know, what are your dreams and ideas? Like all the things that sort of get set up. So when they came in, it was like a good housekeeping SWAT team. It was very intense and strange and also uh, wonderful. It was weird, exciting here, so what we don't recognize about that is you and I, lay folk, let's call us, 
will decide that we are I'm going to. I'm so sorry. To- you got to stop. It took me a minute. To, you mean lay folk instead of professionals. And Correct. instead, I heard you as referring to us as French, as in we are folk people. And so we are lay folk. Like, I didn't oh, know what the no, fuck I you meant. Speak, and I don't speak French, Now I want to be les folk because we live... <laughs> we are les folk. <laughs> I'm going to say, like, on the country, but I forget what country's called. So... Did you just become my mother? No, I'm not. I can't. We won't. We're back. Les folk. So you, les folk, <laughs> decide that we are going to clean out a closet or organize a closet or do something, and yes. we take all day to look at things, have memories and feelings, and I don't know, decide to keep things we probably shouldn't because you haven't looked at, thought about, touched, whatever, in X time. These people ain't got no connections to your shit. They are machines, and they say, this is a pile of hats. Have you worn this hat? Because if you have, you need to be punished. And I I always say things like, well, that goes in the costume box. Shut up. I said that a lot today. And I also say, that hat was made for me. (laughs) And that's made for me by you, bitch. And it's got a little tag on it that says, Melissa made it. So I tried to throw away my hat. No, they didn't try anything. Your perception of what they did is close to the mark. They have zero attachment to well, that's anything. The point. That's why they're machines. No, and including they have zero attachment to your uh, full-throated embrace of your own neuroses, right? They're like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Yes or no, we're keeping it. It's like it's like that. Yes. that you yeah. know, I don't even make up something ridiculous that I would have in my house, right? And you know, I would suddenly start hugging it to myself, and they're like, great put that on the next like they don't care if you're attached they don't care if it's trash that you're holding they just are processing it they're computers why it takes them just a few hours to decide what's worthy in your or let you decide what's worthy in your life and you would have taken on your own lay folk folk. you would have taken three weeks to go through the same closet they went through heartbreaking weeks too as well Yes, yes, you would have relived every experience from every hat. For example, you did send me a picture this morning because we were supposed to record earlier. (gasps) I can show you the finished closet. Okay, go ahead. And there was a lost text between us and I sat here waiting and not for very long, but and then and I was watching the last episode of The Big Leap. So I was fine with waiting. And as I was doing that, Amy sends me a picture of what her closet looks like. And there's a drum kit in the hallway. Guess what, (laughs) folks? I, too, have an enormous drum kit in my basement that I am wildly emotionally attached to because that was the stage when my daughter was playing drums. and probably $1,000 as well. Yeah. And heart swell, I would have paid anything because it was something that she loved for a while. And I still hear songs on the radio, which you're team cannot take away from me that she used to play and I still know the I don't know I still know the drum line and the from all of those things because I lived with it for it was just so and you said sell that shit mm-hmm. and I'm like oh that's actually a very good idea to you're sell right that shit. you're right well there's so, a lot to unpack did there they take so your let me drum kit? no 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 there's a lot to unpack there so let me slow down and start with the thing that ever since 10 15 this morning I've been thinking that's exactly how I will start the show, which is to say, I am so in awe of you for being such a cool, chill, awesome person. I completely appeared to you to have totally flaked, 
disrespected, didn't show up, no answer, no reason, just poof, where the hell is this bitch? And I I was thinking that we we're supposed to record at nine. Maybe it was nine. Do we do 930? 9.30? 9.30, yeah. Okay, so I had this idea when I finally received your text this morning at a little after 10 that you'd been sitting for an hour with your finger on the edge of the megaphone going, where the fuck are you? And instead, it was this very, and we were quickly able to see, I sent you a text earlier in the week. My phone showed it as delivered. Your phone showed it as not. So thank you fucking Steve Jobs, you douche. So I didn't get your text that said, I I got plans. The reality reality is you absolutely had the thing happen to you that I was trying to prevent. And the reason that I'm bringing it up to apologize again is also to say you pivoted. You, first of all, were super cool about it in terms of, am I waiting for you was the first text. And then the next text was, I guess we're rescheduling. So this was your response to being completely on the surface, completely disrespected by me. And I'm really grateful that the first text was not, hey, you know, you two-timing bitch, I'm showing up on your <laughs> lawn with a, you know, That's a, a full me. toilet. I'm going to tip it out and use the turds for cannons. Like, I don't know That's what the- That's not me. That seems like a really strange- thing to do anyway sounds like fun but that's not me (laughs) so we sorted it out very quickly and then I was able to show you the reason is because these ladies are up in here right now walking around doing the every every fucking thing in my space so it's crazy that's the sound that you just made of somebody who has a screw gun in reverse (laughs) right because they're taking apart everything and purging it is so bizarre do you feel 10 pounds lighter i don't i thought i would i don't yet give me my stuff back i don't (laughs) yet it's a little bit like the fire analogy i'm still sort of processing that it's gone and i also had them doing things that are I wanted this first visit to be transformational because i paid a lot of cabbage for it and i thought yeah and i've been regretting writing them the check since the moment i wrote it I feel taken advantage of. I feel really stupid. I did it all to myself. It is the, and I described this to them at the time when I wrote the check. I said, she's like, so do you, do you feel good? Do you feel like we're moving? And I said, no, I don't want to, she's like, do these prices seem reasonable to you? And she'd explain them all. I mean, this is a team I fucking hired. This is not like chump change. (laughs) Three professionals for hours. It's a lot. So I said, no, I don't want to hire. I don't, I don't want to hire you. I, I hate this. And she looked at me and I said, this is a last resort. I said, it's like you're a personal trainer. I don't want to pay a personal trainer. I need to. I don't want to. I'm never going to be happy writing right. you a check. I'm just going to be really, really happy that it happened. And when she laughed done. and laughed and laughed. So anyway, they came in and they are so fucking weirdly professional. They had like a four page contract that I had to sign with all the shit that I would have never thought to even care about. Like, here's our confidentiality clause. You know, it was weird. If I find your sex toys, I can't tell anyone about it. I can't tell anyone that I'm, I won't tell anyone that I'm here or anything that I've done or anything that I've seen. They have HIPAA. That's great. Do you accept and expressly give me permission to park in front of your house with my labeled van? Oh. I'm like, what the fuck are we going to do, Jess? So it keeps going right on and on and on. Right down to, I'll cut out all the rest of this stuff and cut to the juicy bit. Right to the end, when I was just so overwhelmed with, I'm, I can't, in the first hour, I said, you three have done more in 37 minutes than I've been able to do in seven years. So what's next? They ran out of shit to do today. 
the stuff that they had planned to do today, they did today. So I wanted to give them something. So I pulled out cookies. I had little individually wrapped packets of cookies that were not actually for them. But I'm like, fuck it, they're getting the cookies. They wouldn't take them. They wouldn't fucking take them. I couldn't. It, it was like trying to bribe a judge. And I kept saying, what? Come on, it's cookies. They're not my stuff. And they said, we have a strict no whatever's policy. She said it. I forget it. It was this morning. They have a, there. we take nothing from you policy, period. There is zero conflict of interest. And that's why the policy is ironclad. And the, the younger members of her team were like, no. And I was trying to stuff it in their bags. And they were like, please. And no, like they were not fucking around. turned into my Nana. Well, wow, I stopped. What happened? It's not the first time this week I had a friend who turned into my Nana. It's, it's shocking me. So here's the thing. It took you eight years to accumulate that stuff. Longer. You said something that sat with me in, in a very real way last week when you said, when we first moved in here, I had space. I had extra space. We were organized to a degree where it was like, minimalistic around the house and now you can't close a closet door right that that resonates with me so deeply that I mean I've lost sleep over it so (laughs) so I feel that so for them to come in and in 27 minutes 30 whatever you said 37 minutes in have sorted through the emotional weight of the belongings that like you're it's just all tied into stuff that they don't feel they are robots going through motions and robots are I mean this I say this before the uprising they are more effective than humans at many many tasks many many tasks and this this is just one of them so dear robots when you uprise rise up please know that I respected you beforehand that's it props I'm also here to tell you I fully recognize and acknowledge that they groomed me into this mindset, they had that long contract that I described. They had a pre-meeting that was two hours long. They had homework in terms of you're going to map out exactly what we're going to do when we get here. You're going to tell us the parameters. We're Here's how we like to do it. They set up some terms and conditions, simple things that required me to put energy, thought, and intention into the action Prior. so that they were efficient and it made such short work for them that they could they could be robots. I sort of had to had to write the code of what do I want them to do and how do I want them to do it. Meaning, we could have spent the entire time with me standing or sitting, watching what they're doing, and they could say, "Keep toss or sell, keep toss or sell" to every single item, and I'm not going to do that, and that's going to fill me with stress. So instead, we worked up this plan where entire categories of things could very quickly be set ablaze you know any of the shoes that you find that are that are this size or smaller are leaving no use to us they're leaving so then it becomes a question of anything with this brand name on it we're selling everything else gets donated it was just super and they had bags and bags and bags and bags and bags and bags and bags they brought special color coded bags and they just they just swooped it was like a SWAT team you know who is organized who Marnie she keeps her space clean she always did I used to live with her and she always did but that did not stop her from waking up in the morning folding her I don't know sleep shirt into like 
the size of a quarter because yeah. we had small rooms and she had a place for every item. And then leaning over and picking up a three-day-old Diet Coke to take seven Advil. Right. And there were but probably sniffing some it cigarettes to, been there. or we. But first sniffing yeah. it to see if there are ashes inside. I'm and glad then she figured it. out the sniff test because I, I got a couple of swigs myself that I didn't Ooh. like. So in any event, I'm here to tell you the organization is not just me. The things that were cleaned out, none of them were mine. They were they were coat closets it was storage and it was my youngest son's clothing it was a clothing day all all done all gone that's great I'm very proud of you I'm excited for you it seems like it shouldn't be a big deal it's a very fucking big deal to have strangers upending your life which is a bit what this feels like and you paid them yeah and I'm grateful and I want them to come back I would like somebody locally to me to just do the sale part. I'll do, I am underemployed. So I'm going to, I'm going to, you hear I said that, you remember me, the 11 weeks to do the one closet. Um, I'm happy to do that. But this week, my most productive thing was meeting our friend Jess at the Amish market, (laughs) which, which is the other person who has become my Nana. <laughs> yeah, she kind of she was much closer to, to Nana Nana status. She was so close that and I want you to know she took that final step over the line when she said to the young Amish girl checking us out, we were both at separate uh checkouts and she says to her, "Thank you so much for all these beautiful fruits and and vegetables." This bounty is, ju- I'm just so grateful What's for What's the matter this. with her? Did she hit her head? And I just looked at her and I said, if she says that in I'm Hebrew grateful. right now, if she- I'm grateful for the bounty that you Of these fruits the and trees. vegetables. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? Market. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. And I thought, uh, Nana, are you going to take these bags and put them in other bags? Girl, inside other bags you in need your Jesus because that shit's wrong. That's some wrong, wrong. I swear to God, I thought she was going to do a blessing over <laughs> all of the fruits and vegetables right there. And the Amish kids were going to look at her. You know, the kid with Thank the hairnet in the bowl cut, yeah. right? Oh, oh no. yes, and him too. <laughs> I thought they, were, they just looked at her like, is this is this for, is this your nana? Oh, my Does she Jiminy need Christmas cord? Where's her aide? Like, where's the person who makes sure she doesn't give away the townhouse? <sighs> is this what we've become. Is this yeah, what we've so become? <laughs> we went right from we're too young for this to we are too old for this. Right. Like, there was no this is where we belong. This is our time. We're in our moment. It was too young to Nanaville. So, but while out with with Jess, she told me that she got an Oculus. <gasps> She did. She did. Do you oh, have one? Oh, we did. We had friends get one for, it, there was some associated Christmas gift, so we had the opportunity to play it. I didn't want to get it because fuck you, Mark. And then I realized it's okay. This is a good, this is a good product, even if it's related to the Zucker Twits. Do you have one or you just got the opportunity to play? No, hard. purchased, purchased, purchased. But the best, yeah, the best part is, have you played it? No, I have not. Okay. Okay. It's very fucking funny. Do you know what it is even? Of course. Yes. Yes, I do. So you put on this little head goggle. It's like put a phone on your face. It's the virtual reality. But the way that they do it, you're you're in an environment where all, you know, everything you see, everything that you hear, the things that you sense, your perception, it's it's a almost a 360 kind of a thing. You turn your head and it turns with you, right? So it can be a little bit disorienting and... Just said she wanted to throw up for two weeks. It's tough. It's tough. 
and it depends on the game you're playing. So the kids had me start small. <laughs> so I put the thing on and they sat me down because they have at least some sense. So I'm sitting there and I started to yell instead of talk. Like for some reason, once it was on, I became Nan. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. Like all of my Whoa. instructions were like really loud somehow because once it was covered, like I, that was the only way I could process things. And they somehow can see on the outside what you see. There's like a, maybe it's a computer interface. Maybe they're looking on the laptop, whatever, however they had set it up. So it was not just them staring at me and then guessing at what I'm seeing. And they started trying to direct me through the space so that I could learn the right hand motions. Remember when you used to play right. a Wii? It you, orients you. You've got to figure out how right. to click this button. It's not It's not a button in your hand that you click. You have to, you're, you're doing some things like minority Inside. report with waving your hand in the air. Like you really do care because you're trying to grab that melon or whatever the fuck you're trying to do. So, so they're directing me and they're directing me and they're directing me and they're all sitting around me. And at one point they say, now do you see that thing? Just grab it. Just grab it and hold it. And it took about eight tries for me to grab it and hold it. And then they're just mocking me and mocking me. And they said, okay, now you have it in your hand. So you should throw it. So I took what was in my hand and I threw it as hard as I could. So I threw the Oculus at my child and hit him in the face. Oh, no. <laughs> with the Oculus. I beamed him in the eye with the Oculus. <laughs> I fucking threw them. <laughs> Is he okay? Once they stopped laughing. I threw that shit. He said so close to me. And I went, poof. And I threw it. Just, I beamed him. I couldn't have hit him if I tried. And I cocked him right in the head. Because you're holding like a controller, like a PlayStation yeah. style controller. <laughs> Is he okay? Well, I mean, eventually he'll be okay. Oh, my God. So when he goes to school and says, my was, mom clocked me. It was Petey. He can handle, he could take a hit. It was all right. And he laughed and it fell over. Like I hit him hard. So in the eye socket, the ocular socket. Yeah. Which your husband was <sighs> racing to say, oh, it's an eye issue. It's your problem. Oh, I'm out. My God, my <laughs> I'm God, out. Oh my God. So we, I'm, I don't think I have, I'm still laughing. And this was weeks ago. I'm telling you, this shit is a dream come true. So I, I would tell you, be mindful that what you're holding is not actually a Frisbee. What you're holding is in real life. And when you go to throw it. <laughs> don't open your hand. Right. You didn't actually open your hand to pick something up. So don't well, do I it there. Well, I used to throw those Wii controllers. So you remember back when they put the straps yeah. on them? Strap it I on. Was, I was super big with the strap-ons. Because otherwise I would lose sight of what I'm doing. <laughs> I, I was thinking strap-on. I recently strapped something on my wrist. And what? I was like, what? Do you know what the chill pill is? No. How could I know that? I'm not chill. It's a, I thought I had it here in the office. It's a um, it's a little rubber encased and that's what you put on your wrist. A rubber encased um, electrical pulse. Um, it's I'm a fascinated. metal. No, I don't know any. I was thinking you were going to say it's a speaker. I'm super fascinated. I need to have this. Is it a calm you the fuck down thing? It is. I have to have it. And it has that strap on for your wrist because a lot of people use it oh to go to God. sleep. A calm and you when the you fuck go to down sleep, strap on that's not a dildo. Let's go. Let's go. And go, you can even buy it in a secondhand store if you want to because they have those. I'm just kidding. Ick. I got one for both of my kids and my daughter's like, I don't like this. Take it away. Take it away right now because it does have like little impulses and she didn't like it. So <laughs> my son, my son's like, I kind of dig this. I'm going to keep it. So I took hers and I strapped it onto my wrist because to sleep with it, if you 
or your hand opens, it's still attached. You don't lose it. And it's timer. So it's not going to electrocute you all night long. And you can make the impulses more intense or less. So it's just a little reverse iPhone with zero technology. It just gives you the, I'm on your wrist. I'm paying attention. People are talking to you. But instead, it's going. Yes, that's what it does. And it's not a visual thing. You just hold it and it gives you that like, I kind of think of it. Our friend Annie does this like tapping. There's a better word for it. Oh, no, no. I've heard about tapping. Tapping is like a real thing. Right. Well, so is the chill pill. No, jackass. Um, I, but it's me, kind of the same 30 thing. 30 seconds. 30 seconds. <laughs> Tapping is a, is within the lexicon of psychological modalities. So the idea is you're connecting thought patterns and behaviors and emotions with physically taking two or three fingers and on different tapping parts your, of your body. You're familiar yes. with like acupuncture. They do it with tapping now. It's like tapping's a real thing. Da, 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 I used to watch. <laughs> I used to watch. Annie's middle child start to talk to her and I don't think she realized she was doing it but as she's like as she's starting a fight this this amazing oh my God. now but at a younger oh age God. challenging she started tapping she was like <laughs> tapping her face and tapping underneath her eyes I'm like honey it's okay you'll be okay it's oh don't my God. it's about, so yeah so I on 60 minutes back over to you so we're talking about the chill pill so I I recommend it if if that's something that you think would be a technique for you thank you I keep jumping in because I don't really know what it is do you have to train yourself that no training this elect the Pavlovian this electrical pulse means all is well this electrical no, I think it pulse does it means itself. now I'm asleep like or I think is your it, body yeah, says okay. like you can do it hi- higher intensity and lower intensity because if you push it up really high you're getting pretty much electrocuted Stuart and I watched it, an infomercial during the Olympics, and oh. it's just a commercial, I guess, but it, everything feels like an infomercial to me these days because we don't watch commercials anymore, and Bingo. anything that's a minute long Bingo. is your entire life, right? Be, I could six watch six seasons, yes. Six seasons. I could watch a three-minute TikTok if I give a shit and not know three <laughs> minutes went by, but the second you try to sell me a reverse mortgage, is this still fucking on? Well, I mean, like, according I can't, to Tom Selleck, he wouldn't be here. If he didn't think reverse mortgages were the thing I wouldn't for you. do this ad if I didn't believe in the product. Really, because that never happened. Carol bought the first reverse mortgage from her son, the coach, who was going bankrupt and figured I got to do something else in the thing. And how happy are you now, Carol? Okay, Carol's dead, but still, her family's happy that they didn't have to write. It's a tough one. So Man. we saw this infomercial commercial about this t- this uh, tighten your neck. And your Ooh. face or around your mouth, tighten up these places by this these two silver balls that go on your face and they give off like this they tiny don't current. Go on your face. Silver balls. <laughs> silver balls. I know what those are. They sell those in Asia. And it gives you like as opposed to what my daughter does, which is a gua sha. You know that one I too? I do know about those. The rose roller, the jade gua sha. Yeah. So there's the roller and yeah. then there's the like, I, have a friend, I have a friend who super does that because I thought I found it and I because I don't know anything about beauty and I thought I found it. And I was excited. <laughs> I don't either. Well, uh, the other thing is I was trying to fix like my neck because it looks like a crazy turkey that also died or like a like a turkey and a goose combined. That's what my neck is like. Plus, maybe like a, 
a Doberman or something. What's a dog? I have really the Tofurky Sharpay. I have the Tofurky of wow. necks. Okay. That's right. Okay. So all those things in one <laughs> yeah. plus, plus crepe erase, like all bad in my neck. And I thought, well, maybe if I just get one of these rocks and drag it along my neck the whole time, it'll work. What do we think of this gang? Right. You pull your skin and make it pull the skin. So I was telling, puts the lotion I was telling in the my, my, I was telling Spontini, who I've mentioned before, right? Lover of life, beautiful, looks super young, is actually older than me by actually quite a bit, looks younger than me, the whole thing. She had this shit in her purse. I was like, what? I mean, we were out apropos of nothing. She whips it out and she starts doing it right to her face really hard in a way that terrified me while we were at the thing, drinking our tea together, like dragging it across her skin. And I'm going, ow, 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 girl, stop, ow. And her face was getting beat red and she's dragging it. And then I was like, well, I mean, it actually does look it works pretty good. I'm sure she's like going down the needle train. Like I'm so whatever. So that's how I was like, if this works for this rich bitch, I'm going to drag some Asian rocks on my fucking face. Let's but go. But to be doing it out at tea seems like wah, wah. It, uh, no, she she was like, I have it. I do it. And you do it like this. And then she was like. Oh, she was just showing you. Okay. Yeah. But it was very much like, I'm ready for my close up, Mr. DeMille. Because you have to take <laughs> the thing and fucking like squeeze your eyeballs out of your eye sockets. But then when you're done, you look young. So, And that is a, a treatment that I will pay someone else to do to my face because to sit there and do it to myself and not have it work would break my heart. Right. So right. I'm watching this infomercial with these two balls just to simulate, I don't know, collagen. I don't know what it was doing. And then I'm holding this little chill pill in my hand and it's giving off an impulse. And I thought... This seems like an opportunity to put oh what God, should be you're relaxing do me. Some reverse chill pill face yoga onto my face and Gua-chon? onto my neck. Gua shawl. So, like so what color is the chill pill? I'm curious. Um, they come in every color. My son's is green. Mine is yellowy orange. But it's just a rubber case that goes on a silver bullet kind of thing. So it's when a we are no mm-hmm. longer yes. Uh oh, I have here the comes tissue box the chill was in pill. my way. Here comes the chill pill. Oh. So this oh, is the chill pill. Perverted. It's a silver thing mm-hmm. inside that case. Yeah, it's got a button on it. It's not Ooh. really a button. That's where the pulse comes from. And that little I, round area. I know what that is. That's not, I think they call it a chill pill for another reason. I'm here to you, tell you. So you're saying you strap it onto your looks wrist so like it doesn't a, get lost in your like body? It looks like a sexual. No, I just, it, to me, it's, I think you sure. What part of the website was it on? <laughs> I'm get a chill pill. Could you imagine? So my husband works in an emergency department. Could you imagine if it's on and you put it in an orifice where it shouldn't be and you are still being electrically stimulated inside your body and your doctor has to go get it? Come on. While you're in there, could you take my IUD out? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mm -mm. No, I don't want that. I'm no longer chill pill. Nope. You're over it? Well, I feel like I don't think that I would use it for that purpose. That's kind of creepy. But I I also question their ideal client. I mean, are they really trying to target market people for what kind of relaxation are we talking Probably about? Probably anxiety. Probably it's meant to, to soothe anxiety. It's, it's There's all kinds of relaxation you anxious, isn't it? and <laughs> release. I'm just, I'm trying to make it pervy. I haven't looked at the website. Maybe it's super... 
maybe it's super clinical and it's not helpful. it is it's not it's not pervy at all but i can absolutely see a <laughs> dog leg to the left where somebody would say there's an opportunity there yeah okay. yeah i mean if you're well shawing on the lacrosse field uh, i can all these products could easily it might be a good for a coach of yours who i don't oh. know gets apoplectic at games you just hold this in his hand maybe two of them one in each hand all right i'm checking it out i'm down it's a, po- it's a possibility um you have up on the board I would say confidence, but it says confidence. Oh my God in heaven. Share with me and dear listener. In pods of yore, we've discussed that there is something magical and enraging at the same time. Awe-inspiring, some might say. Provocative, perplexing. About? About the gender-based confidence levels of incompetent people. And it seems to me that rarely do, categorically, women who don't know what the fuck they're doing, rarely do they walk onto the scene as if they own the entire fucking world. And frequently, the shit floats theory applies to men. So I am just here to say that I had an encounter with a air quotes stranger who ended up to be a neighbor who lives on my damn street okay shut up yeah i went out with my great good friend we hadn't seen each other in way too many hours and days and she's we're like we're just gonna solve it let's just solve it it's gross today it's snowy it's icy there's a brand new cutesy little home decor slash beer and wine with patios and heaters outside slash coffee bar with leather bags like it's just a the billet is like a general goods store why are you laughing? Caddy, because it's Caddy Wampus? It's called Caddy Wampus. And okay. it's just a little Southern. It's super, super cute. It's like Magnolia style. Everything in there is beautiful. Okay. She's like, we're going there. We're getting coffee. And I'm like, done. So we roll in. It's so busy in there. And they don't really have tables because it's mostly an outdoor place. But it was cold that one of the few tables that was in there, she had snagged it. I sat down. She got up to go in line. And she met this dude in line who was older than Joe Biden, looked like Joe Biden. For a minute, you think, is that Joe Biden? Very Joe Biden-like. Tall, super white, all the teeth, handsy, in your business, you know, white hair, wants to talk, very fit for his age. Lots strangely, of stories. From strangely D- tan. From right? D.C. Ready to go. Yeah, I get a tack, 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 tack. Talking to her, talking to her, talking to her, talking to her, kind of coming on to her. And I'm like, this is creepy. So then they get done and it's clear. You could hear them in the line. <laughs> she comes and sits down. He says two minutes later with his coffee, comes over, drags over a chair and sits down. And says to her, I told you I was going to come. I told you I was going to, you know, you're going to enjoy this piece of my time. Sits down, proceeds to sit there for 40 minutes and doesn't fucking leave. I finished my entire coffee before he would get up and leave. And I contributed to the problem. I absolutely contributed to the problem in that I did not, I had to actually, I wanted to get up and get something for the coffee. I don't remember. I didn't, like I didn't get up even though I wanted to get up. I didn't give him the get the fuck away from me death stare that I very could easily could have. Part of that is because my friend is really pretty and he was super clearly hitting on her and I just didn't want to be like the ugly mean friend wearing glasses in the snowstorm. Like I just didn't want to be that. So I was sort of sensitive to, okay, let's play the hospitality game. That's right, that's right. But he wouldn't shut up and I kept, well, I would ask questions instead of shutting everything down. But 
So did she. And and he wouldn't, I don't think it would have mattered if we had said, we're in the middle of discussing our divorce. He would have been like, great, I'm a lesbian divorce attorney. Like everything, <laughs> he would have just been like, how can I sign up in there? Like there was an answer for fucking everything. Right down to the fact that I can now tell you he is a neighbor on my goddamn street. So this went on and on and on. And he finally got the fuck up. And I think I started this by telling you we were there to connect with each other. So it really made me mad. It made me mad so much so that I came home and said something about it to Brian. And I still kind of get mad talking about it now because it was such an invasion that absolutely didn't have to happen. And maybe... It's fueled now because I've started watching the morning show. I know I'm late to watching the morning show. Did you watch the morning show? Of course, yeah. Okay. Well, for those who have watched it, you'll get this reference. Now I'm like, how did I contribute to this? Why was I so complicit in something that I clearly didn't want when it was going on? And I was just focused on, I wanted to be polite. And I also recognize how small this world is. And this is clearly an important person. And I was trying to gauge, like, how important is he? He's definitely on my street. And I'm, you know, also thinking, like... Who, how do we know mutual people? So I can't very well tell him to, why don't you does take your he, dick and shove it in your ear? You know, Does he manage the postal service? <laughs> no. <Does laughs> right. He? No, but he could. Because I'm, so I'm sort of like, <laughs> right. I was sort of digging around with a little bit of my questions, just trying to figure out like, oh, okay. And uh. anyway, but he knew all kinds of shit about my house. Like he's, because we live on the fucking same street. Anyway, it was, it made me really, really mad. And so I, I called this thing Johnfidence. Because who would fucking do that? Who would read all the signals wrong? Right to the point. A woman wouldn't. Right to the point where I've gone back to that store. I've ended up taking my brittle over there. And now they sell my brittle. And I no longer sell it online. They sell it there. So I went back. And just in setting up that relationship, they remembered me because of him. And said... I think I remember when you were in here. Did you sit and talk with John? And I went, you know, I did. And they laughed and they talked and talked and talked. He is in here every day. Sometimes when the line is really long, he will step to the side of the line and keep asking me questions when I'm trying to serve people coffee. And I'm like, dude, I'm doing my job. I can't. What are you doing? Like, he's that guy. And they're like, we love him. He's always here. Norm. Not Norm. No, abnorm. Get out. <laughs> Get out. It's like, dude, you're, it was like, are you are you on a date? Are you like Jelaine Maxwell? Who like what are so you fucking what doing? What do you say to him? How do you end that? What is what I know you weren't trying to be rude. Part of it was kind of a joke, I'm sure, to you that this this human was well. And I gotta be honest, interloping in such a way. I gotta be honest. Any man who is that old and that putting yourself out there ish with a sex positive vibe, like I'm here to connect and smile and talk and laugh. It to me felt as if this is the best interaction that he's gonna have this month. Once I got to the point where I'm done with my politeness, I'm shutting you down. I didn't shut it down. And I don't like that about myself because I don't, I, I just prioritized. I don't want to risk being so mean. And there's a lot, I get a lot of pressure from, I guess, culture, the world at large, the way things move now, the, the pressure is quite reversed from the, from culturally how I was raised, which is, 
sort of that Victorian era era hospitality of I'm at your service. How can I how can I make you comfortable? That is my highest service to you, right? That's that's a big part of our deal as Catholics. You're always turn the other cheek, do the whole fucking thing, right? And now there's this cultural pressure to why are you removing yourself from the equation? Why are your feelings and your inconvenience no longer important? And the balance isn't right yet. It doesn't feel right to do every, it doesn't feel right to do what I did which was to make myself uncomfortable and unhappy and not have my needs not met in deference to whatever his deal was, perceived or actual. And it didn't feel right for me to say, why don't you take your dick, slap yourself in the face and walk out of here. We did get a listener letter uh, from, a fr- from a friend of the show who said, I had an interaction or didn't have an interaction. And again, how am I compliant in this, right? Just letting something happen that's not yes. my goal. She went to a dog park with her dog, like she does, I would say, every day. I'm glad it's a pro tip. Bring the dog if you're going to a and, dog park. <laughs> and there's a guy who's not a regular whose dog is digging pretty deep holes. And First of all, a- you don't dig holes at a dog park. Come on. You don't dig holes for a hundred reasons, the most of which is safety. The biggest issue is safety. Those dogs run around that safe place like crackheads, right? And you bring them there to do so so you can bring them home and let them sleep for hours while you can get work done, right? This was your work break. You're at your computer. You're now commuting from the bedroom to, you know, the desk in the bedroom or wherever you're working. And... And when when she said, you know, like, dude, your dog's digging. He's like, yes, yeah, so what? Uh, okay. So, Hi, Dick. <laughs> yeah. So what do you do when somebody is wildly socially irresponsible like Ugh. that? Your guy broke a social norm by sitting with people who A, didn't invite him, and B, never shut the fuck up when it came to to storytelling and and one-upping, I'm assuming, because the way you described him was really, oh, yeah, well. That's absolutely. You nailed it perfectly. That is exactly what he was doing. And you're also bringing up part of the real lingering discomfort over the interaction (laughs) that I had with him. And it is because he forced me into a traffic cop judgment zone about the entire interaction that was completely, that that caused me the stress that I didn't need to have. I don't need to be having to decide how to deal with you and process you because you should not be here. Right, you if sh- you were holding I should the not, chill pill, it would have been easier for I, you. I'm bringing it home. I should not have to decide how to deal with your giant dog ditch digging dick, right? Because you shouldn't be doing it anyway. So why is it, so yeah, so now you've done something that violates all of our terms and agreements and magically I have to be the cop or I have to be the patsy. Your, your terms Fuck and agreements you and your dog. Were, right. were, were implied social contracts and for this listener, it was actually the, the city ordinance that says, don't fucking dig. Right. Pick up shit after right. your dog. Right. So yours was implied, hers was in IRL, like paper hanging somewhere, but it probably rained too much. And and, and it's a real rule of, of the dog park. So you both have these rules. And here's my super weird ask, because it is for you, dear listener. I am curious. We desperately want to hear from you. And this week, what we want to know is, do you have a chill pill? No, that's not it. The real thing <laughs> we want. to keep it? Yeah. The real thing we want to know, have you ever used it to tighten your <laughs> chicken neck? Um, is... 
have you had experiences where you have been put in a position with people who are either I, I just blind to the situation or just rude? I mean, I do watch TikTok and I do get a racy heart when all of these Karens come in. And that's exactly Karens in the wild is how they're labeled. And they say recently they've been, I won't wear a mask, but I, there's no law that says I won't. And this is public property. No, it's a private store, man. They just like, it enrages me. And then they throw a, a frosty drink in the face of a 16 year old employee. Like it makes me crazy. And I'm asking you, dear listener, do you have any experiences that will make our blood boil? Like that are similar to these. We want to hear your stories. We want to hear about these people. Please write us at brilliantobservations at gmail.com or find us on Facebook, Brilliant Observations or Brill Ob Squad, one word. Or find us on, I don't know, any of the other socials, Instagram and Twitter at Listen Brilliant and let us know and tell us a story to make us feel like we're not alone and the whole world is taking this turn of feeling like we're being, I don't know what generation to talk to. Are we on candid camera? Next generation. Are we being punked? Is this the Jamie Kennedy experiment? Is like, is it one of those hidden camera shows where Amy is looking around in this little shop looking for a camera to prove or somebody holding an iPhone to say, this is a joke, right? This man is not really hijacking my coffee date, hijacking every conversation, being wildly inappropriate. This man is not really letting his dog dig a ditch big enough for me to fall in as I turn around and don't see it. And I just want to, I want to jump in because I feel like they're two very different circumstances and I want to be crystal clear because it occurs to me that I have publicly named and now shamed this dude and other people, I'm publicly making their reactions known, which were formerly only known to me. And I will now add in this piece, which is every single person who encountered him absolutely finds him charming and thought that he was interesting. And our primary beef is that he doesn't seem to stop. He doesn't and know he, when to he, take the door home. He right. said that in our interaction at the table. He said, I know I never stop. So he's aware. So everything I'm saying is not even fucking news to him. Right. He is. He is. I'm sure now I make assumptions about is he lonely? Is he this? Is he bored? I would love for him to have a fucking project. I'll tell you that much. He is married. His wife is alive. So he's got shit to do at home. Do you know what I mean? This is not about let's pity this person. Let's think about his circumstances. He is rich affluent and bored and he has already identified the thing and that becomes off-putting which is he about fully himself says, he fully says i know i know i know i know i know i have this problem. i should go i should go you guys were talking let me that's scoot my in least closer. favorite let me scoot in closer it's like you really should go so that's the part where it it deviates from if i had looked him in the face and said john time to go he would have said i agree Thank you, ladies. I've taken your morning. You've blessed me with your blabber, hebe hubba, he walking out, dropping fives. You know, I mean, this is the kind of dude that he is, right? <laughs> is that a phrase? <laughs> walking <laughs> out, dropping fives. Is that a phrase? I don't know. No, I, I just meant he probably would like open his wallet and buy I love coffee. It. <laughs> I absolutely love it. <laughs> so if if you're gonna hijack my breakfast, right. my coffee, you right. better fucking pay for it. Right. <laughs> and that's very different than, yeah, I dug that ditch. What you gonna do about it? like that's a totally they're both awful but they are very different because this is somebody saying i see your rule 
and I could give a fuck. Right. That's, like, what do you? It's more like, what are you going to do about? Why and who cares? Oh. If I have to explain to you why it's wrong Thank for you. your dog to Thank leave you. huge holes, then you've got bigger problems. Yeah. If I have to explain to you why it's inappropriate for your ass to sit down for forty minutes and hijack my breakfast, right? You've you've got something else you need to work on, and I'm obviously not the first person to not tell you this. Well, because, it, to take you know. the to to pretend that I can put myself in the male perspective in both or in those two individuals' perspective, looking at this. In John's case, he sort of knew that there was a risk that what he was doing was not going to be received well, and he was okay with it. And in the oh, other it's case, calculated. He's like, well, "All right, it, it, that's what you get from someone who says, I know I'm staying too long.' He he was okay with that. The other person decided that whatever inconvenience was caused by the dog and the behavior wasn't Fuck his you. wasn't his fucking problem. It wasn't. And I'm like, his, I'll look okay. when I walk. Yeah. So in that case, they're both similar, and it's like. You live in a society. You're not alone. What are you doing? You live in a society. I believe he even said to her, well, I guess you'll be more careful now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sir. Okay, sir. How does that even work? I want to hear your stories, dear listener. Please, brilliantobservations at gmail.com. We are going to be enraged just as much as you were about your story. And Amy and I really want to talk about it because we know we're not alone because we hear it all the time. We now just want to hear it from you. And speaking of outrage, on the board, Amy put a $100 bottle, I'm uh, sorry, box of cereal. I know um, look, I know. I know that my husband tried to eat the uh, low carb cereal for a while and it was <laughs> like 30 bucks for a box. And I said, well, you're not eating cereal. That's $30 a box. And that's that. I can't imagine what your $100 cereal box was. Well, you're going to be very grateful to know that I did not pay $100. I paid $4 for this cereal. It's probably it was first number 4. So let's call it $5 cuz I don't know what it was. It was okay. Girl Scout cookies, wasn't it? Now, now. <laughs> now. It is wrapper cereal. It is Reese's wrapper like like I was I was actually going to start doing a disco bump beat that's how bad my knowledge I know I know rap I like I like rap but I can't think of any right now I can't I can't even do a rap give me rap are you talking about like are we talking about the Kanye walk cereal through the valley or? of the shadow of death that's some rap that the fight thank you thank you okay so it's rapper cereal there's a rapper I think it's a rapper there's a famous person who has a limited edition commemorative cereal box and they're being sold online for $100 a box. And because no one here cares about this person, there was a whole bunch of this cereal. And my kid went insane and started, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I'm like, no one is going to buy resold boxes. It's not fucking Wheaties. It's not. Nobody's going to do this. Even with Wheaties, nobody's going to do it. And it occurred to me, stop, collaborate, and listen. Time for Ice you. Ice back with a brand new edition. Can Something. I just, as a ridiculous aside, can I tell you, I worked that shit into a Hilton communication and they bought it. They bought it. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. I was I was writing some uh, content for Hilton and in the middle of the paragraph in this long, long ass thing, I had to, because it was about we were going to collaborate and listen. And so I put stop in there too, just to see if it could fucking float through. And they yeah. fucking floated through. I'm so excited. I'm so happy. It is that Reese's Puffs bullshit. So we bought, she's showing me a photograph. Yeah, Reese's so for Puffs, Reese's Puffs. For beat, him up, beat him up, beat him up, beat him up, beat him up. So is I it changed, that guy? It, I, I don't know. I changed my whole tune. Cause that. And I thought, I thought, you know what, Paulie? If you want to make yourself a little kingpin uh, 
and enterprise, right? Empire for reselling yeah. some some sugared nonsense to idiots. Why am I going to stand in the way of this? So go ahead. So I stocked him up. I didn't buy like the shelf of them, but I let him get two. And I said, okay, go ahead. Get your money back. See what you could do. And then we'll come back here with a shopping cart. And then we can all go to the beach later because can you believe how many people are paying for this fucking shit? A hundred dollars. They pay. I don't understand how you can buy something already overpriced at $4. And now we're going to pay. It's like NFTs. What are you doing with a box of cereal? Will you let us know what they sell for? What I he will. Sells them for? I will. I, this is about mindset and me being open to the idea that if a kid wants, this is the modern day lemons, lemonade stand. And if yeah, he wants sure. to be industrious, Sneakers, I need, to, boxes, I need yes. to not crush his vibe and say, nobody in their right minds, I'm going to do this. And let me shut you down. And you're so stupid. Blah, blah, blah. Instead, I, I checked myself and I was like, do you know what? Okay. You want to do it? I support you. Here's your seed money. Go buy your Reese's. Rock it up. So I, I still think it's incredibly stupid, but I only say that here because he doesn't listen to me. Or the show, so that works out fine. <laughs> Nobody listens to me. That's okay. That's okay. Um, your youngest is writing essays for college? You would think. They have started this new thing. My youngest is in eighth grade, and they have started a new tradition at their school called the me speech, whereby every student in the grade must write a six-minute speech about themselves, stand oh, yeah. up in front of the whole grade Oy. in the giant theater and in parents and everybody on camera and deliver their speech. And of course he has to go first. So, uh, had, and he, all we had heard from him is that he's got one of the teachers who was notoriously the hardest English teacher in the school. She's had his two older brothers and she has taken a shine to him, which is surprising. Well, he's very shiny. So well, he's very shiny. So uh, this has all been going very well. and We've been getting great feedback, but it's also a surprise. We didn't know what he was going to talk about. The all about me speech. What could it possibly be about? Oh, my God. The kids, the, the, it was tell us about your middle school experience. That was sort of the theme, right? He gets up there. And he delivered a sort of Yelp review of the entire institution. The headmaster was there. The head of the, everybody was there. And he's sitting there talking about the satisfaction level of the teachers, how this compares to other schools where he is not enrolled. Like, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, man? He went on and it was as if he was the it's his exit interview it was as if he was the hired <laughs> consultant or fucking mole and he's there to talk to us about how can we do better on a retention strategy it, here's how COVID affected me here's how it affected my learning as a student here's how it, you know changed my outlook here's what I did wrong here's what I did right here's what the teachers did wrong here's what the teachers did right and the whole time sitting there thinking I can't believe this is happening I can't believe this is happening also a little bit like you do on Ozark it's like Laundering money at 14. Like I was so impressed with this fantastic skewer report that he was up there giving at the same time that I'm thinking, what the fuck are you doing, man? So it was better written and delivered than most adults. And I just don't know if only the subject matter was more along the lines of my dog is fluffy and my mother is kind. Like no, that would have been great. he wouldn't be who he is. He wouldn't be who he is. I, I remember being blown away by thoughts and comments of, of my kids thinking, ah. Wow. Uh, I mean, like I was just talking about this, that other kids have caught up since then. But when my kid's sitting in the back of a car 
next to in a in a car seat next to another kid with whom I'm carpooling and they're pointing with their mouth because they don't have words mm, mm, mm. and they're like like gorillas mm, 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 <laughs> pointing with their lips and my child says a year younger look over there in the distance what do you think that could be and I <laughs> and I'm like wow a child a year older a future than you. <laughs> that is blocked for all around you <laughs> right I'm just like I don't know sweetheart what do you think it is well she starts talking about the colors and this other girl's looking at her like ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay. You're beautiful. You have quite a future. Don't you worry. But everybody catches up eventually. I remember thinking. And everybody has their moment too. I mean, everyone has. Right. They don't all catch up, but they do have a moment. No, the thing where you're truly extraordinary and it's, it's always a joy to behold that moment. I don't feel like this, what the, this is what that was. It as, as exciting as it was to be there in every sense of the word. He pulled no fucking punches. He threw his brothers under the bus. I am, you know, I am the third to attend this school. So all the teachers have been with my brothers. So I know from experience when you do all these things wrong, list them out uniquely. And you're like, oh, we're talking about the older one now. Or when you do these other things wrong, list them out uniquely. I'm like, oh, okay. I know him. I remember him. Everyone's going, uh-huh, uh-huh. So at graduation <sighs> from like kindergarten, my husband and I sat there and said, this one's going to be a felon. And <laughs> this one's going to be, as they're all singing, you've got a friend in me. We're like, uh, would you like fries with that? Would you like, we have pigeonholed oh. every one of those kids. Your youngest is in quality. He will be, you know, really assessing quality or he will use some of the skills of the middle child if he catches on and he will be one of those who are those security? Is it just in the movies that you hired a security company to see what the flaws are in your security system? So oh, he has you to hire steal the criminal. From you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he has to yeah, steal from yeah, you yeah. to figure out where the flaws are. Yeah. Um, That's actually he might he might actually he is sort of a mastermind and that sort of a thing. I I'm like telling he's, you, he's got he's, a future. He would be a lawyer if it didn't if there was a way to more effortlessly cheat on all the exams. He would definitely be a lawyer. But now I feel like he's going into uh, what did he call it? kinesthesiology or something I sure. don't know yeah I feel like that's his that's his bag he's actually he'd he'd make an extraordinary ver- veterinarian but I don't want him to be that and so I'm glad that he's losing luster because those people have the highest rates of suicide of any profession. elbow deep in a cow it's during just too training. fucking hard Stop it's just now. too fucking hard it's just too hard pass hard. Neutsch. Neutsch. Yep. hard noich yep so it's crazy these young ones it's just such a huge difference between the boys and the girls. Very funny. It's just Remember I funny. told you that my son was looking for a roommate and we would go through the Instagram page and I would swipe and I'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> the difference between the boys and girls there too was was crazy. And you Tinder. could see it even at 18, 17, 18. And I saw this one kid. I was like, oh, I mean, he looks nice or sweet enough, but he looks like he's seven. And my son is like six, three. And this difference. kid yeah. really looks like, well, guess what? Guess who my son found in college? Oh, no. <laughs> He's like, ma, ma, ma. Remember that kid that you thought looked like he was seven? Turn be all right. Yep. Ma, he's going to be one of my best friends. <laughs> I think we're I think we're pledging a fraternity together. <laughs> like, we're entering Rush this week. I'm like, okay, that's great. Good Lord, help us. Dear Lord. <laughs> Dear Lord. Dear Lord, please get us Lord through in Rush heaven. and yeah. pledging. Without incident, I beg of you. Oh, is please. he gonna is he gonna become a Greek? Please. Is he please. attempting to become the same style of Greek that his pater is? Or 
he's entertaining the thought. He'll let them try to woo him before he, I don't know, does an anal chug off of a random stranger. So my husband was sure. a, my husband was a particular style of Greek, and he was president of the house and all that. So, so rah rah go. Who fucking cares? I was not that. I think you were not that. Your husband was a particular style of Greek. I only know this after the fact. I think I learned this in the past two years. So it's not like it was ever kind of a big part of his DNA or if it was, I couldn't fucking be bothered with what he was saying to me up until two years ago. So so anyway, which probably is equal parts correct. I love your spirit. So, so in any event, it's interesting to me that the, that the child is now going the way of the Thank you, sir. May I have another? Right, because I spent his whole childhood saying, well, I didn't need to buy my friends. I could make them. Ah! <laughs> and you're so mean. I know. And even now, my husband says, well, if you need to buy your friends, just let us know, son. And he's like, I think I am going to rush. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys it's all right. It's people. all good. You're awful people. I I am. I don't know. He's he's actually a very good person, but whatever. You get what you get. And you don't get upset, or you get That's upset right. and you shut the fuck up, or, or you go dig holes in, in a dog park. You get what you get. Don't pitch a fit. So, oh, they sounds like Leslie Jordan every time you you talk like him. that. Just and I love and I love him, dear listener. Thank you for listening this week. We are grateful for you and you alone. I mean, lots of things, but you're one of them. Well, here's and, the, here's the other pro tip. If you've learned nothing else from this episode. Don't dig holes. Please remember the next time that you experience the thought, I probably should go act on it and leave. Your body knows. Get up and leave. Don't stay too fucking long. Don't wear out your welcome. That's right. Are those the right words in the right order? That's right. That's right. My friend Jimmy is so good at that. I've seen him do it three times. And I'm with him every time, which starts to feel like a red flag that, like, I'm not it's listening you. to myself. <laughs> no, but you. he gets mad. He'll still he'll say, "I think we need to go," and then Stuart does that. And too. then in about and in about like twenty minutes later, no, about three minutes. Ooh. Then he is on his feet and he's angry, like I'm gonna shit my pants. Like it's that level of we're leaving. He will say, "It is time to go." And I'm like, okay, all right, fine. I didn't hold you down the first time. He did time. that. He did that once when he was leaving my house, and he did it another time when we were all at somebody's house. It's you. Oh, I was like, fuck, man. Maybe it's like a blood sugar thing. It can't be accurate. <laughs> I'm going to trust that it was time to go, and I know him to have excellent judgment, so I'm going to accept. I just need to ask Jimmy, is it time? Should I go? Should I not be here? Is it me? And he'll say yes. He's also super rude, so it's like he's the perfect, he's a lawyer. He's the perfect one for you to tell you straight up. And like for me, I don't know the house. It's no, not no. an issue for me. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody in my house told me that, I would be fucked. <laughs> All right, mom, it's time to go. Uh, I haven't been anywhere in months. Thank you for listening. We love you. Bye. Bye.